If you've listened to any of my past episodes, you know I've told y'all there is no right way to grieve. But is there a wrong way to grieve? And my answer may surprise you. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us. And that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four-year-old son, Sam. And it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. There's nothing normal about losing your child. It's not right. It shouldn't happen. Us as parents should never outlive our child. It's not the way it's supposed to be. And so because it's not quote-unquote normal, there's no handbook that helps us get through this. And I've seen this in my own journey where there's been so many ways that I've processed grief and that have helped me to get through different seasons in my life. So is there a right way to grieve? No, there is not. And I'm going to go into uh, more into that here in just a little bit. But first I want to touch on, is there a wrong way to grieve? If you were just to ask me this like off the cuff, I would just say, no, there's no wrong way to grieve. Like our grief journey is so complex that, you know, I feel like you have to grieve the way you feel you need to grieve. But then the more I started thinking about this, I was like, you know what? There is a wrong way to grieve. There is a wrong way to process your emotions. This way that some people turn to, it may lessen the emotion of grief that we're having to process. But if we use this way, it will always come back and usually worse. And that's turning to anything that numbs our feelings. Um, and the, the two that off the top of my head are drugs and alcohol. Because those things, when we do that, temporarily take away the pain, but it's just temporary. As soon as you're sober, all of those emotions will come back. You will have no way to process those emotions and that grief in a healthy way that is lasting, that will help you to keep moving on in life. I remember shortly after I lost Sam, the grief was so heavy and the pain and the sadness were so deep. I remember saying, I can see why people in this situation turn to drugs or alcohol if they don't have Jesus, because that's the key. We have Jesus. We have a way to get through these hard emotions, these emotions that are so deep and hurt so much. We have a way to get through them with Jesus And when he helps us through these emotions, when he brings healing to our hearts, it lasts. But if you don't have Jesus, you don't have that hope that I talked about in last week's episode, then it can seem like drugs or alcohol or anything that numbs your emotions is a good idea because it's almost like that's your only way out of it. But it's such a dangerous path to start taking because of how addictive those things are. And while it does take it away for a little bit, it will always come back. So now that I've talked about, in my opinion, the wrong way to grieve, 
let's talk about some ways that we can process our emotions, some ways that we can process our grief in a healthy way, in a way that will last. It's not temporary. Now, I believe that we will grieve for a lifetime. There's no getting over it. There's no moving on. There's no finding your new normal. Like none of that like applies after you've lost your child. We can't just move on. So I believe that we will be grieving for our entire life, but we can, with Jesus's help and his healing over our heart, learn to live with our grief. We can have joy again. We can continue living this life with a purpose. And yes, there's going to be times that the grief wave hits us and It knocks us down. I am six and a half years into this and those waves still hit me. But every time it does, you know who's there. You know who's there to help me get back up and keep walking. Jesus, he's so faithful. Every time that wave hits and at the beginning, it will hit over and over and over again. You're thinking, I can't even catch my breath before another wave hits me and knocks me down. But as you continue walking this grief journey with Jesus, he will continue to pour out healing upon your heart piece by piece by piece. As you keep walking, he will never leave you. He is faithful. He is never gets tired. Uh, The heaviness that he lifts off of you every time he will do it every time he never tires. He is so strong and can carry it for you. And as you keep going and as you keep every time that wave knocks you down together, Y'all will get back up. He will help you up and you'll keep walking. And as you keep going in this grief journey, you'll notice those waves don't come as frequent. There's more time in between those waves. And that's just a part of the healing process. That's a sign that you are receiving that healing from Jesus over your heart and you're continuing to live your life. And this grief journey is, is like moment by moment. But we can live these moments with complete and utter confidence that Jesus will be there. So the first part of processing your grief that I want to talk about is that it will look different in different seasons of your life. At the beginning of my grief journey, what helped me was going to sit at Sam's grave. I felt like there were so many things I couldn't control. I wanted to see him. I wanted to hug him. I wanted to talk to him. And that choice was taken from me. I couldn't just go talk to him. I couldn't just go hug him. The one choice that I still had control over was to go sit with him at his grave. I still had that choice. And so I did it very often. Me and my other two little boys would go. I homeschooled them. So we would go take our books. We could go sit with him. There was a big field in front of his grave with a big tree and the boys would play. It was very healing for my heart. And so that helped me kind of process my grief. After a little while, I noticed I wasn't going as often. And so the next part of my grief journey I spent a lot of time outside, walking outside, looking at the sunsets, feeling the wind blowing and the birds chirping. All of that helped me process my grief and brought even more healing to my heart. What it looks like for me now, I do still love being outside. Uh, I work a lot in my flower bed in front of my house. Um, We have little things that we put in our flower bed in honor of Sam. And I actually talk a little bit more about this in episode 21, where I talked about ways to honor your child after they go to heaven. And I'll link that in the show notes. 
So the way that you process grief at one part of your grief journey might look different in a different part. And I believe it's just signs to us that we are healing. You know, it's good things. It's good things. It means that, okay, we're processing our grief this way, and now we've reached this level of healing. So we're going to move to the next level. And it's good things. It's good things that your grief how you process your grief kind of evolves and changes with you as you walk through this healing. The next point that I want to bring about this is the way you process grief is completely unique to you. So the things that I did to process my grief may not look the way yours does. We never need to compare our grief journey to other people's and say, oh, well, they're doing this. I should do that. Or They're at this point two years in. I should be there too. No, no, no. We don't never compare your grief journey to someone else's. It's so specifically unique to you. And that's why partnering with Jesus and the Holy Spirit is so key because he knows you more than you know you, right? He made you. He made every part of you. So he knows what you need in this part of your grief journey. So partner with him. Just kind of really trust that leading. If you feel like I really need to do this to help me right now, do it. I believe that that's the Holy Spirit kind of nudging you in the right direction and what he knows you need in this part of your journey to continue to walk out that healing. So I wanted to kind of bring this episode to a close with giving you some ideas that maybe you could use to help you process your grief. And again, these are just ideas you really have to look inward and feel what feels right to you and do that because I could give you these ideas, but they may not help you. I mean, you could just go through each one of these lists and be like, these didn't help me at all. (laughs) So you really need to just ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me know what do I need to do? And I believe that he will kind of lead you in the right direction of what feels right to you at that moment. So the first thing you could do is talk about it. You can do this several different ways. You can talk about it with your friends um, at church or, you know, at your work. Think places like that. You can talk about it with your family who's having to walk through this with you. Talk about it with your spouse, with your parents, you know, your brothers, your sisters, because they're walking this journey with you too. And I believe they really understand it probably the most because they're walking it with you. Um, You could also talk to a professional uh, counselor or therapist who specializes in grief. If you feel like you need extra help, to help you get through these emotions, that is okay. And if that's where you feel like you need, like you feel like that would be very helpful to you, I have some options for you that I will link in the show note of some Christian grief therapists that I um, are like that are recommendations that I have received when I reached out asking for some ideas for y'all. So I will link those in the show notes if you feel like you need a professional help in processing your emotions and talking through with somebody who can help you kind of process all the things that are going on. If you can't talk about it, if you don't feel like you can verbalize what's going on in your head, write it down, start journaling. You can even um, just start by saying, I don't know what to say right now and A lot of times that will help get that kind of flowing and you just write whatever comes to your mind. If you don't want to write, you can also do like a Google Doc and type it out. Just getting it out of your mind, either through talking or writing it down, 
um, will help you kind of process what's going, all the jumbling thoughts that are in your head. And I'm like, there's lots of times that I have been writing and God will speak to me as I'm writing things or as I'm typing. He will speak through me and give me um, some wisdom or some revelation or just love on me through me typing it out. It's really cool. So if you haven't tried that, highly recommend it will help you kind of get like I said, get what's in your head out. Another thing you can do is join a support group. Um, I know there are probably a lot of in-person support groups. Uh, Grief Share is one that comes to my mind, but I know there's probably more. You can just Google Christian Grief Support Group near me and see what comes up and can be helpful to get with people who are going through grief like you are, who get it, who understand. Um, I also wanted to say And I'm really excited about this. I'm going to be starting a Facebook group after the first of the year that we can all kind of get together and walk this journey together and just support each other, encourage each other, motivate each other. And I will have more details on that after the first of the year. Um, So just stay tuned for that. But that, I believe, will be a very good way to help you kind of walk this grief journey out with other people who understand and in a Christian environment where we have hope, we have Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit. Um, so anyway, stay tuned for that. I'll give you more details after the first of the year, but I'm excited about that. Another thing you could do is um, exercise, like move your body. Uh, that's good on on two aspects where it's good to kind of get you going and help process the thoughts and the emotions that you have. But it's also good for your physical body because When you lose your child, it takes such a toll on you physically and just kind of wears you down. And I believe exercising is a good way to um, take care of yourself, do a little bit of self-care, take care of yourself physically, and then your emotions too as you're moving and walking and that whatever it is that you decide to do, you could be praying and talking to Jesus while you're walking and, you know, all these emotions can be processed out. Um, So yeah, like I went for walks outside But you could join a gym, you could take group classes, you could lift weights. Um, There are tons of YouTube videos that um, for free that do exercises. Or like I said, you can just go outside. You know, I've talked about that a lot in all of my episodes. Go outside, be with Jesus and his creation. Talk with him as you walk and then get some exercise on top of it. The last thing is hobbies. Um, You can either... If you had a hobby that you did before you lost your child, you could continue doing that hobby. Uh, That could go one of two ways for you. You could either find it healing that you're continuing to do something that you loved before, or you could do it and realize this is way too hard. I can't do it. I can't do the things that I used to do. Then find something new. Find a new hobby, something that will occupy your time because as I've talked about, distractions are key. And I actually have an episode all about the power of distractions. It is episode number 17, and I will link that in the show notes as well. But um, distractions are good. They keep your mind busy. And having a hobby that you do can be very satisfying and fulfilling for yourself as well. I pray that this episode gave you some ideas of how you can process your grief, kind of continue to walk out your grief journey with the help of Jesus, because without him, we cannot make it. Without him, we have no hope, but with him, we have hope. We know that we can make it through because he's walking it with us as we keep living our lives, carrying our children with us in our hearts 
and he pours out his healing upon our heart piece by piece. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend. Hi, friend. I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next time. Love you, friends.